Here I am, the Electric Car Superstar, talking to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from Alpha Law Beats, and this article comes to you from Inhabitat.com. Elon Musk announces that Tesla will build a second gigafactory in Europe. Written by Josh Marks. Tesla CEO Elon Musk just announced that this electric vehicle maker and clean energy storage company plans to build a second gigafactory in Europe. Gigafactory 2 will manufacture both lithium-ion batteries and electric cars, while large-scale production of cars and batteries will also remain in the United States. Tesla also announced the acquisition of a German engineering group, Grothman Engineering, in order to help boost its vehicle productions. The exact location within Europe will be determined next year. This is something that we plan on exploring quite seriously with different locations for very large-scale Tesla vehicles and battery and powertrain production. Essentially, an integrated Gigafactory 2, Musk said. There's no question that the long-term Tesla will have at least one and maybe two or three vehicle and battery factory locations in Europe. Musk said that Tesla is planning on scaling up the rate of electric vehicle production from 100,000 cars a year to 600,000 cars a year when the Model 3 is at volume production. The Model 3 is expected to hit the market in mid-2017, according to Musk. The Tesla factory in Fremont, California can put out between 500,000 and a million electric vehicles per year, while Gigafactory 1 meets demands for batteries and Tesla energy products. Gigafactory 1, currently under construction near Sparks, Nevada, will produce batteries for the cars made at the Tesla factory in Fremont. When completed, Gigafactory 1 will be the world's largest building by physical area. The manufacturing plant will be net zero and carbon neutral, running on 100% renewable energy. Gigafactory 1 will produce battery cells, battery packs, and drive units, and is already producing the Power Pack 2 with the new Powerwall 2 coming off the assembly line soon. Growman Engineering will become Tesla's Growman Automation. The new division will be called Tesla Advanced Automation Germany, with headquarters at Graham's Prom Facilities. The deal is expected to add more than a thousand advanced engineering and skilled technician jobs in Germany over the next two years. In a statement, Tesla said, We are excited to have the Grodham team join us in our goal of becoming the best manufacturer in the world to help accelerate the world's progress to a sustainable energy future. Tesla opened its sprawling gigafactory to members of the press on Tuesday for an exclusive tour as well as chat with CEO Elon Musk. Reporters got a sneak peek at the factory's progress, now two years in construction, just two days before the facility officially grand opening party on July 29th. The factory, just outside Reno, Nevada, is around 14% complete, with some serious already bustling with robotic assembly machines. Once the plant is up and running at full capacity, Musk says it will cut the cost of the lithium-based car batteries by 30%. Construction on the massive battery factory is ongoing with an ambitious goal to reach completion by 2020. 
Then, the Google factory is expected to wind up being the largest building in the world at a whopping 5.8 million square feet. Part of the factory called Section A is already operational. Giant robotic arms are taking battery cells manufactured at one of the Tesla's other facilities and assembling them into battery pack for the company's electric cars. Reporters on the tour noted that sections D and E will soon have floors poured, suggesting that things are moving right along. The factory's current output isn't clear, but once the entire plant is up and running with two or three floors of robotics, it is projected to nearly double the world's production of lithium-based batteries. According to Katie Fenrenbacher with Fortune, even though construction will be continuing, the factory is scheduled to start churning out batteries later this year. Construction is a full two years ahead of schedule and will start pumping out 100 gigawatt of battery cells by 2020. That's enough batteries to fuel 1.2 million Model S sedans, which is important because the company has a goal of 500,000 a year by 2018, which this output will help accomplish. Elon Musk described the factory as a product that deserves as much or more attention than the product it makes. The Gigafactory is a 5 billion project and Panasonic, the Japan-based electronics company that already makes Tesla battery cells, invested 2 billion to make it happen. Reporters on the tour weren't allowed to see or photograph any of the company's equipment, though it like much of the other equipment already installed inside the factory, is still something of a secret. During the event, Musk talked about the Gigafactory's progress as well as his broader vision for the future of the company. The entrepreneur is known far and wide for his ambitious goals and wild ideas. With his hands on the wheel of the world's most successful private space exploration company, SpaceX, and Tesla's recent offer to purchase SolarCity, in addition to pushing Tesla forward into battery country, it's a wonder the man has any time left to come up with new ideas, but he does. I believe we are on track to meet the half million by 2018, Musk told reporters in a Q&A session when asked about Tesla's ramped up car production goals. The company had originally planned to hit the half million mark by 2020, but recently accelerated the already ambitious goal by two years. In an effort to hit that target, the Gigafactory would eventually employ up to 10,000 people, which is 4,000 more than initially estimated. For those of us not lucky enough to visit the Gigafactory in person, journalists from Fortune put together a video with rare glimpses inside the enormous plant which can be viewed here. For more pics and info, check out the in-depth report at Fortune. Bayard had also a sneak peek, which you can see here. End of article. Well, there you go. A long article here. It's Friday. It's our Friday show. Uh, thank you for joining us on our Friday show. Uh, we kind of skipped out on the reader this week. It was a uh, political season here in the United States, and I know everyone's probably tired of hearing it, the before and uh, now the after. So as the electric car superstar, you know, life goes on and we go on because uh, electric cars has no political stance. The electric car superstar doesn't have a political stance on the show. We need everyone to be on the same page here. Right wings, left wings, Electric cars can be sold to everybody, just like ICE cars are bought by everybody. 
with that, we're gonna hit up this new Gigafactory now, popping up in Europe, and he's saying he's gonna put two or three there, which is, you know, kind of gets me a little bit thinking, I mean, he could have easily put a few more here in the US, but having it there in Europe sort of solidifies his world brand. He already has a US brand. He already has the fact that he has an electric car that's completely made here in the United States and is completely US made. I mean, I think the Model X, the windshield is, is made outside of the country, but everything else is made here in the United States, which is awesome. I kind of enjoy that. I kind of like saying that because yeah, a lot of cars you hear about today, either the company is from outside the US or the car itself is a US car, but most of it is made outside the US. So for those of us that want a car that's completely US made, there you have it. Most of the Model S's and the Model X are complete US vehicles. Electric cars though are worldwide. We, we do need this to be a standard everywhere. I mean, I need it, I want it. It's gonna be hard to replace uh, different technology with the technology you like if it doesn't become standard everywhere. So by Tesla entering the Europe market, there's gonna be a push in Europe. And I don't know, I know I heard about Germany banning ICEs by, I don't know, some ridiculous year 2050 when, uh, <laughs> when I'm probably gonna be 80 or 90. So I, I'm not holding my breath. Um, governments banning ICE vehicles. I'm not holding my breath on ICE, current ICE companies doing the right thing and, and making it so that the consumer has a choice between ICE and his EV counterpart. I'm not holding my breath on companies coming into the fray and doing this on their own. It, it all has to come together. It, it has to come, it has to hit from every single side in order for us to make the impact that I want to see happen in the EV industry. And Tesla right now is leading the charge and they're doing it by themselves. These ICE companies keep dragging their feet. 2019, which is the year of the electric cars, when these ICE companies are probably gonna get serious about the electric car, but it's probably also gonna be the year where you're gonna see different companies entering the fray. I'm still waiting on Apple to bring out the Apple car. I'm still waiting on Android to do something, Samsung. These are huge companies, huge tech companies outside of the vehicle industry that I can't wait for them to enter the vehicle industry because that's when it's gonna be something special. That's when we're gonna come, we're gonna have the choices that we want and that's what's gonna force the hand of these other companies, these mainstay ICE companies to take the electric car serious. Hopefully uh, we can make it to 2019 and see all these cars that are being promised to us. Hopefully we can get over the hump of the, the ICE rule that we are experiencing right now. We have a game we play here with the electric car superstar that's called the, the Electrification Nation game. This is a way so that you can measure your electrification in your neighborhood. For today, I wasn't out too much. I did not work. Uh, I stepped out on a few errands. And for cars that are 100% electric and have the low mile range, those cars will get a one. 
sort of like the Nissan Leaf and the Mitsubishi IV, you know, some of the full, full electric cars out there. The Ford Escort EV, if you can see one of those. Kia Soul has a full EV car. These are cars that will get a one. Now Teslas, because their range is 200 plus, all Teslas will get a two. And then you got your plug-in electric cars, which you have the Toyota Prius plug-in, that's a 0.5. The famous one around here, uh, Chevy Volt EV, that'll get a, a 0.5. So while playing the game today, I actually got a four, I think it was, yep, a four. I had three leaves and two volts. I own a leaf and I lease a vault, so that right there, every morning I get a 1.5. So when you play the game in your area, you can actually tell how much electrification is going on in your in your part of the woods. Like I said, there's, there's not a lot here. The biggest number I've ever got was 14. Email me these numbers, uh, share them on our social media sites, which is Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Always share that stuff on there. Tell me what number you got, where you're from. I know we got a few numbers from uh, the UK, and that was kind of cool to see, and I shared those on the show. So that's what you got to do. Uh, as you can see, we're transitioning here to our appreciation section of the show. This is a short part of the show, especially on Friday when we show appreciation to the Electrification Nation. We go through and we, sh we shout out the people that showed us love in each of our social media sites. And uh, right now, I'm going to hit up the Facebook site here. We got uh, a lot of action here on Facebook. Like I said before, we really, really appreciate you guys. We appreciate everything you do for us. Our show is on the rise, and it's all you guys. What I mean by that is we don't advertise. All our numbers are organic. That means that you guys are listening to the show. You guys are sharing the show. You guys are uh, feeling us out on these social media sites and uh, pushing us forward. And we appreciate that. So uh, with that right here, we got uh, George Nichols, uh, like one of our shows on Facebook. That's uh, Podcast 112, the 2017 Chevy Bolt electric car. Chevy Bolt, that's just what it was. It was a, a review of the car. We had uh, 10 people reached on, on that show right there. He shared the post for us too, which is, uh, we appreciate that. Adam Cox also liked that um, episode 119. It's not just clean air. Electric cars can save us billions. That was a, a pretty good thing to, to do for us there. Thank you. Then we got uh, episode 121, first real look at Henrik Fisker's Tesla rival. We got 32 people reached on that. That's probably um, our most popular show last week. Um, we had three people like it. Dan Signorelli, Chris Bloom, and uh, George Nichols. We appreciate you guys for the support there. And we're going to head on over to our Twitter site here. Uh, Twitter is one of our favorite, one of my favorite social media avenues. And we started this. This is actually my first Twitter account. So I kind of figure out how to, how to use it and how to make the best of the site itself. So kind of going through the shows and trying to find the people whose articles I read, some of the authors, and the site themselves, and actually thanking them on Twitter for writing the articles that I can read on my show. Because uh, without these articles, this format really wouldn't be what it is. You know, I read the shows, I mean, I read the articles and talk shit about them. That's the show format. Without the articles, we wouldn't have show. So I'm kind of going through Twitter and reaching out to the people that write these articles and, and thanking them on behalf of the Electrification Nation and on behalf of me and Christopher Fletcher because uh, it's nice to have a lot of articles to read. And it's nice to know that the electric car storm is uh, happening in more places than one and in more places than the Electrification Nation. 
So that's just me going on with Twitter. And right now we have, um, I'm trying to date back here to where we started before. We had Kate Peterson and at Electric Car Trucks started following us. I uh, appreciate you guys. Tom at uh, UK UK Designer threw a shout out about Toyota abandoning their hydrogen in favor of EVs. Nothing would please me more if Toyota did this. Absolutely, Tom. And we got uh, David Wilkins liked uh, one of our tweets. This is actually an uh, episode I read uh, from David Wilkins back episode four, if you guys want to check that out. And uh, thank you, David Wilkins, for following us. We appreciate you, and we appreciate the article you wrote. That was uh, that article was actually episode four, Volvo plans one million EVs by 2025. It was a nice read, and uh, we appreciate you. You guys, uh, you made that show possible, episode four. Uh, we're going to skip on over to what's going on with uh, Pinterest here. Pinterest is our third social media outlet, and uh, we do get stuff going on there, too. We got uh, Ike Gibson, Alexandru saved one of our pins. We got Gene Carlos saved one of our pins. And third but not least, uh, Richard M. Bakley Donnelly saved one of our pins. And uh, that's the action that we got on Pinterest. Don't be afraid to go on these social media sites and do what you do. Our RSS feed shows us great numbers and that is not possible without the you guys out there doing your thing and get active on these social media sites. You, I will mention you guys on the show. The other thing about the Friday show, uh, we feature the many voices of the electrification nation. What that means is you send us an article, you pick up your phone, you pick up your, your tablet, you do it on your computer, anything that you can use to record nowadays. There's, there's just tons and tons of things out there read an article for us send us the link for the show for the article and use the same exact format that i use you guys should probably listen to enough shows to understand how how we do the show in the beginning and what we will do on a friday is we will take this show and we will spice it up chris fletcher makes me sound great he can make you sound great too depending on the article content and quality this will be our friday show you can be here you can we can hear your voice on next friday we've had successful entries from miss situation and gene pascucci and we appreciate those two uh, gene pascucci has become sort of a staple on the show i could always count on her you know I, i'll reach out to her and she'll record a show for me and send it to me she kind of enjoys it and we appreciate it for for it so with that, we're going to go through and we're going to tell you guys how you can further support the show here. Besides listening to the show and showing the show, which are two of the best ways. That's, that's how the show grows. And uh, without growth, there's no other ventures possible. But the one thing that we're venturing in right now is Patreon. Patreon is a way that you can show patronage to the show. The reason why we did this is because we understand that show sponsorship is from FLX Beats. FLX Beats is a sweet beat that you're hearing behind my voice right now and you hear on, on all our shows they're the official sponsors of the show one way to support the show is by purchasing a beat from FLF Beats and you can buy one beat buy two beats buy three beats buy four beats buy five beats but if buying a beat is not your thing and you want to show patronage to the show you can always go onto that patronage link on our website which is www.electriccarsuperstar.com I know I can do without the www but sometimes I catch myself saying it and others I don't other times I don't but you can show patronage to the show by donating 99 cents for this show you can donate more if you're a baller if you don't feel like buying a beat, that's fine. Beats are not for everybody. I know. I just know that they're awesome, and you can get something for your 99 cents. 
either way either way it helps us out it helps us out immensely we are venturing in other areas of monetary support but for now that's what we have we have flx beats and we have patreon rating the show on itunes also helps us out it, it ranks us up on uh and iTunes makes it easier for other electric car enthusiasts to hear the show and um, join us and be a part of this. And also Spotify. Spotify is a great service. Spotify is a service that lets you listen to like the entire beat from FLX Beats without having to purchase it. And you can also purchase it from Spotify too, which is kind of cool. Uh, I noticed that the other day. And you can sit there and you can listen to uh, the entire beat because iTunes only lets you listen to a portion of the beat before you buy. You can venture over to Spotify and listen to the whole shebang before you buy or you can just listen to the whole shebang. And believe us, it, uh, it helps us out too. We're going to close this show out here. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the, the EV stuff that's going on right now because it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on and I'm going to try to keep up with it as much as I can and throw it out there for you guys. Enjoy everything that we got. Also, yes, uh, I know it's the end of the show here and usually I do this right after the article, but I would like to thank Inhabitat.com for publishing this article and Josh Marks for writing it. And you guys have a great weekend. Once again, I am the electric car superstar. The sweet beat behind my voice is FLX Beats. The electrification nation is you guys listening to the show, pushing the show. And the man making me and you sound great. Playing podcast producer Christopher Fletcher. And we are out. <laughs> <laughs>